This is CliffCentral.com. Yo, Yo, you're listening to the Gilmore T vibe on Cliff Central, and I am Kanye's Jr. To you, there's nothing I can do. All the sort of girls on my exes ain't got nothing on you. Cause you know how to touch when you leave me so much. Baby, be sure that I'm never going nowhere. There's so many questions, many things that's on my mind. When I look in your eyes, all my answers I can find. You see, it's only you. I want to be mine by my side all the time, so don't let me go, don't tell me no, I am the one you're looking for, just let it show, let your love flow, baby, my Alright, so welcome to the Gilmore TV right here on Cliff Central. So remember, every Friday at 1 p.m., we are live on www.cliffcentral.com. And last week, I had the ambassador of Zimbabwe to Nigeria, and it was just touching base on how, I mean, the lessons that he's learned of uh, being in Abuja in Nigeria, and also how we can take advantage of that as people living in Zimbabwe. And again, just before I ended the show, I highlighted that I'm going to have a conversation with one of the most amazing persons that I've met. And she's from Nigeria. Her name is Nemaka Nosisi, but she'll correct how I say her name. <laughs> she's the creative director for Magnesi Collections, which is a handmade uh, designer bags. And also they do accessories. They mix up uh, leather and also African print uh, on these uh, bags. Incredible stuff. I'm here for about, I've been here for two weeks now. And I'm just getting exposed to how she's working and how she's pushing. And this girl works hard, guys. Like when I mean people work, I've seen this girl work so hard. Um, well, she's a, she, she doesn't want to be called a girl um, because she's a mother of three, but she's still a girl. Either way, she's a girl. Amaka, welcome. Hello, Gilmore. How are you welcome doing? Welcome to Magnesi Collection. Thank you so much. Firstly, thank you so much for having me at Magnesi. I mean, you, it's hardly, you find people that uh, open up their doors for you to just come and uh, be a disturbance or be just <laughs> sitting there and just be there when they're used because you know you're used to your routine and accommodating someone else it means you're going out of your way and you have to do certain things um, and thank you for that oh it's been a pleasure we uh, spent time in the US and I knew you had uh, you were obviously going to bring a lot of inputs yeah to yeah with us at Magnesi. and this two weeks has not been a waste yeah yeah we've had a lot of insights and mm-hmm. we've just been really to, uh, happy to have you and actually helped us move to our new store you're making money yeah. huh? You're making money. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so tell me a little bit. uh, When you started off, or rather, take me back when you're six years old. What were your dreams? What were you thinking of? Oh, I think I was thinking of becoming an air hostess. Really? Yes. Wow. That was what I wanted. I wanted to fly in planes. I wanted to be a hostess. Uh, Every time we traveled, I would look at these ladies and think. Can you imagine living on the sky? Uh-huh. So it was funny. That was what I wanted to be when I was six years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, from there onwards, obviously when you're six and then you went on to school and you went to high school, the dreams start to change and uh, how was it evolving for you? Yeah, it evolved. I think at some point I wanted to be a geologist. 
throwback to when I wanted to go into school. Why? Because I had geologists made a lot of money. Uh-huh. And then I wouldn't uh, I wasn't so good at physics because you okay. have to be very good at physics. Yeah. And maybe even chemistry and stuff to be a geologist. So obviously yeah. the miners would do oil and all. Mm-hmm. So then it changed to me wanting to be uh, a social worker. Okay. But, but that dream Obviously, yes, I, I give a lot and I love the fact that uh, I love helping people. I love okay, right. making sustainable changes in people's mm-hmm. lives. Obviously, being from like, coming from Nigeria and having a lot of people who are mm-hmm. not obviously say to say well to do, uh, people who live under a dollar a day, mm-hmm. became my passion. So I moved to the UK in 2006 right. to study social work, which mm-hmm. I did. And then fast forward to 2008, I get married and my husband wants me to move back to Nigeria to leave. So I moved back here. And so you've been married for 10 years. Yes, literally wow. October. October 25th is my wedding anniversary. 10 years. Amazing. Doesn't wow. Wow. Yeah, but that dream obviously kind of changed coming back here. I, I wasn't able to secure employment. Mm. And this is how literally yeah. my business started. I did about three jobs, breaks in here, and then when I lost the other one because there was a misappropriation of funds and of course, of course, of course. I just said to myself, I can't keep doing this, what do I do? So I'm mm-hmm. a girl who loves a bag, so I want mm-hmm. to own a purple bag in all the shapes of purple, you mm-hmm. know, magenta, purple, lilac, you know, so I thought handbags and it fascinated me. So I went out to learn how to make handbags through this guy. Or the plan was for him to make them myself, yeah, myself that's it. but he wouldn't produce. Mm-hmm. So obviously I had to learning mm. by default just looking at him wow but the fact that i could give him a piece of fabric and we convert it to a bag fascinated me and i was like this thing i love so much i want to do this you know i want to do this like i remember moving back to nigeria and i had two boxes full of handbags and my husband was like what are you doing so many handbags <laughs> i love them you know so that was literally how i started after he made the first two productions for me he wasn't forthcoming I didn't have a job. I said to myself, you're, you're obviously not working. Why don't you look into doing this? And mm-hmm. I started making the bags myself on the floor of my porch. My so when did porch. you start your business? Because now this is fascinating. You yes. know, the dream of, firstly, you wanted to be an air hostess and you wanted mm-hmm. to be a geologist and you wanted mm-hmm. you then started social work. Mm-hmm. Um, in some way, because I spent some time at your factory, in some way you're actually doing social work indirectly, oh, but yes. only that is sustainable social work. Oh, yes. Because you have artisans that you're working with, uh, young artisans in Nigeria that are making bags, that are making shoes, and at the same time, it's some social service that you're doing, and mm-hmm. these people are getting paid for this work. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's sustainable development. Oh, no. Um, when I started my business... Um you know, back to so back pedal 2011. Uh, when I started, uh, people started seeing what I was doing. They would mm-hmm. tell me go and produce in China, and I was like, Chinese people don't have two heads. Mm-hmm. If I'm able to do this, it's only mm-hmm. a matter of time. And the, uh, the the passion that I have is not just to make the bags, but to be able to make the bags, sell to people, employ people, yes. and give back. Yes. So it's always been about me and my staff, and I think that is what is taking me to this level. Why can't we do what the other people in the other countries are doing? Why exactly. Can't why can't we do it? We do have the same hands. Bags? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, as much as we're still hand cutting, which you see, mm-hmm. and we're getting the, the uh, what we have precision, and we're trying to do obviously world that world class and amazing bags, yes. hand cutting. Imagine what we do when we get a cutting machine. Mm. Uh, you in, um, in Texas, and you know, obviously, my dream is to be able to get a cutting machine yes. that can speed up process and help us also do volume. Exactly. You know, so the dream is all about doing it here, living the African dream, hiring mm-hmm. people, and living a business that is sus- 
sustainable. Wow, that's that my voice can grow to be part of. So you're building a legacy. I think it's one thing that we as Africans need to master that if our parents were not able to build something for ourselves, um, we need to be able to build that for the children that are going to come after us. Because one thing I think that we check behind is that we don't leave a legacy that someone can pick up. So you want your boys to be able to take up. Maybe you'll be blessed with another set of triplets. (laughs) <laughs> of course So maybe you, all your kids need to take over that business and even, if, even if one or two uh, Take over mm. Even if it's not them It could be staff I have my staff with the kids are here in yes, during yes, the holidays. Yes, yes. It could be something And if, even if it's not somebody in my family It could be me leaving a business I don't want to leave a business that is about me I want to leave a business that would run yeah, like say exactly. Coca-Cola. I don't yeah. think the person that invented Coca-Cola is still alive. No. At least no. that would But it's still there. there. It's still yeah, there. Yeah, it's still there. And then people can see. And then what my business has done for me, because I started this in two thousand and nine with Ankara bags. And not just done for me, done for my staff, done for people. It's for so people it's been seven that, years. Yes, How many years have you yeah, been it's doing? Seven years this September that we seriously wow. working in Macnesi yes. Wow. It's to tell them that it's possible. You know, mm-hmm. I was somewhere yesterday and uh, at a dentist, and people I, I worked in, and we started having a conversation. I told the lady, I have a factory, we make these bags. And they literally called everybody in the dentist to come and have a look at these bags. Because people made. can't believe. They can't believe it's made in Abuja, Nigeria. Uh-huh. You know, like literally made local. It's possible, we can do this. But how, what's the reaction like from people in general? Because you're talking about how people mm-hmm. are shocked. But what's the reaction of people? and? When every time you say this is my bag, this is I'm the one who makes this in my factory. They congratulate you, they encourage you. People buy these bags. Not sometimes you see people buying our bags, not because they really need another bag, but because they just want to encourage you. And they who and are because they cannot believe this kind of quality mm. of mm. product can be made here. So you see our bags sitting in the shop in any store, you will mm-hmm. think they were all imported. Yeah, that's, you, you think that's the thing that's so they're good. So luxury, mm. you know, and you couldn't even afford. But our mm. bags are also affordable for the for the uh, for for the quality we're pushing. Of course, you know. So I'm happy. People react. People ask you how you started. What made you think about this in the first place? Like of all things, you know, all things, handbags, shoes, and then we're no longer doing just handbags and shoes. You, in fact, you you've been with us for two exactly, weeks. Exactly. So yeah, trying yeah. to push up. Laptop bags yeah, doing for, other things, for yeah. this corporate organ, uh, this government organization hosting the the conference on Monday. So we're doing laptop bags, we're doing folders, we're doing things that would normally be imported from China, mm-hmm. handmade, incorporating our African fabric and our own style into it mm-hmm. and changing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. innovating in a ma- in a beautiful way, incredible, owning it. But you, you know, you know, when you say that, one thing that I think um, I've learned from Nigeria from my trip from Nigeria is. Nigerians are so proud of their products. And I feel like we in Zimbabwe and everyone else across the African continent need to start adopting what Nigerians are all about. I was in an Uber the other time. I was going to see the, the ambassador last week. And then uh, the Uber guy, uh, there's an international song that started playing on the, on the radio. He changed. He was like, no, I don't like to listen to international radio. This is not the first time I've seen that. Many people do that when I'm in their cars. So I like the fact that Nigerians are proudly Nigerian. They want to support products from here. And obviously you've been receiving a lot of support. But um. What are the most? Uh, what is the most valuable thing that people have done or said about your bags that you're like, wow, I never knew that. They say they don't believe. It's, they don't believe. It, they don't believe anything like this to be made in Nigeria. Wow. It's it's amazing when I hear that. It's also people giving us reviews about how they've carried the bag for months and they keep waiting for it to fall apart and it, it and it hasn't. <laughs> they keep waiting for it to fall apart. Absolutely, yes, <laughs> and it hasn't fallen apart. 
So those are the things, and then those are the things that actually make me say, wow, mm-hmm. like, we're, we're, we're there. Because really and truly, when I started making bags about seven years ago, the sides of the bags, because we weren't even sewing them, I didn't yes. even know the right sewing machine to buy, mm-hmm. to sew the sides, they would fall off, and then you will see people who will probably say, oh, I'm, I'm sending my driver back, fix my bag. So it's yeah. like people get excited yeah, about that. Yeah, they get that. excited. And just the fact that they know this young lady is trying to make a living out of this, she's pushing. Mm-hmm. You know, she's pushing mm-hmm. the envelopes. And then right from start, when we started, even though maybe something could rip from it, you will see that the finishing. Mm-hmm. You thrive on the finishing because I am a lady. I've had handbags. I think my mom gave me my first handbag when I was about six or seven years old. Yeah. You know, I can remember that purple and lilac bag. I, I can still see it. You know, yeah, And I yeah. know <laughs> how clean and how properly finished it was. Mm-hmm. So the dream was for me to make a bag and then get those people that the size of the bag will fall and then people that wouldn't even want to buy a bag seven years ago mm-hmm. to come around and say, now I can own a Magnesi, I can probably own a Magnesi, yeah, okay. I can go around the world with it and I will probably say, this was made in yeah. my country. Wow, that's It's beautiful. amazing when you travel with our local bags because people don't know the reaction. I can remember going to, being in the US, I was in, um, working into a mall and then people would turn around and look at me. I was just carrying a normal sachet bag that we sold for just about 20 or $25 at the time. People mm-hmm. were looking at me and I'm thinking, is there anything wrong with me? Yeah. I didn't know they were looking at the bag. So I walked into Nonstrom and then this sales lady saw me with the bag and literally followed me into the restroom and said, excuse me, what is this? Is this Gucci? <laughs> but isn't like a compliment also. Yes. So imagine seeing Magnesi yeah. alongside I'm Gucci like, and Prada. No, it's not Gucci. Wow. This is Magnesi. And she goes, what is Magnesi? I'm like, I am Magnesi. So there's an opportunity for you then to push volumes because yes. I think people are excited about anything that is different. Mm-hmm. People are excited about things that make them also feel good about themselves. Because what we need to realize, I think, when we're making products is that it's never about you all the time. It's about how does the client feel when they carry that bag. So if someone was able to admire the bag on you, they will feel pride to carry the same bag. Why not? So there's a market for you then? No, no, there's a big market for us out there. And I think one of the biggest reviews we get outside the country is when people travel with our bags. So of <laughs> recent, this summer, we've been having people just out there with our leather bags. I've had people in France, in the US, mm. in the UK telling me, Damn, I'm okay. you need to get to, you need to come here. They you want to, to yeah. want to take the bags, and this is no longer the the kind of re, uh, the kind of response we get or feedback we get from people when they go with the local bags. They are, mm-hmm. they're all this. All these ladies had our leather bags, and they were mm-hmm. like, "We need it. We need these bags. Where can we get them?" And they're giving them our website. And we're having international customers shopping from our website. Yes, yeah, incredible. The world. Yeah, wow. it's, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing. So, so we, we should make you the next president of Nigeria because I know elections are in 2019. No. So maybe you should contest because you've been pushing Nigeria in your own way. No. You're an ambassador of Nigeria. Yeah, I'm an way. ambassador. Make yes. me more like an ambassador. I want to be the president. <laughs> I have a lot of. I have, I have 24 people in my factory right now. Wow. Literally the king, the president of that place. Let me do what I'm doing. The dream is for me to take on more staff. Create a big, get a bigger factory, mm-hmm. do more stuff, push more volumes, mm-hmm. get a big store in the US or in the UK or somewhere in South Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, stop yeah, we need to get you down. We need to yeah, get you down. Yeah, get me South Africa. Let's yes. feel, let's 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 feel the African. Let's market, chop the money. You know? Let's yes, chop so the money. <laughs> Alright, so if yeah. you're just tuning in, uh, I'm talking to the creative director of Magnesi. It's a brand from Nigeria. They specialize in handmade bags and accessories, mm-hmm. and they use leather and 
uh, a lot of African fabric. They incorporate those too. And you can find them on all social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram. They are at Maknisi, which is M-A-K-N-I-S-Y. That's on Instagram and on Twitter. And also you can follow me on social media platforms. It's Gilmore, T-W-E, and the station is www.cliffcentral.com. So we're going to talk about how you balance uh, family. You have a family, you have three energetic boys, you have a husband who needs attention just like the, the kids. You also have extended family, you have your mom, you've got your siblings, you have your staff. How do you balance being a mother, being a wife, being a boss, being a friend and being, being a sister? Where is the balance there? That's like a million dollar question. I actually yeah. don't know how I do it. Most times when people ask me that question, I just tell them I'm a superwoman. I just wake <laughs> up in the morning, put up my cape, and I just fly around and make sure I give a certain level of attention to everybody. Obviously, uh, the family is first, and luckily course, the boys have just started school, so mm. if I'm able to get them a daddy ready, they go off. So now at about 7.38, they're out of the house, then I can actually do some me time and then get into the factory, <laughs> see what they're doing, and then obviously come here to mm-hmm. this our new store. I'm loving this, my new office, because this is where I have, I'm going to have my peace and my sanctuary. When yeah. Get, when get today, favor is not disturbing. You know, so I just try to balance it all. I try to give a level of attention to everything. I also mm-hmm. try to prioritize. I try to see what is... Who, who comes first? And who, yeah, you know, yeah. And then what do I need to shelf? And then mm. also when do I need to rest? Because mm. all these things sometimes, you know, just like you mentioned, you feel like your head is about to bust. It's like you feel like everything so is happening all at once. Every day is happening all at once. I try to balance it and then I also try to make time for me, you know, maybe yeah. over the weekend. No, this, I was actually looking at, you said me time. Oh, so yes. maybe let's just shift a bit from this hecticness. What do you do when it's your me time? Just tell me, like, okay, take me through your, your day from morning and just end with your me time. Do I have me time with you? Yeah, my me time in the evening, catching up my series. So what I do, wake up in the morning, get the boys' food ready and that is mm-hmm. food of mine, get them ready out for school, they mm-hmm. go, I do some meditation. Mm-hmm. That's actually when my first me time comes. Nice. Meditation, trying not to take any calls mm. at that time. And then after that, I go into the factory, set the tone. Obviously, they're already working. And just, obviously, they need me. Madam, madam, this, this, that, that. Yeah, yeah. Sort them out. And then if I have any meetings, if I don't, I just settle in and work. And then about one, two, go pick up the boys. Mm. It takes about two hours now. to sit on my dad. Wow. <laughs> when they come back from school, get ready, sort the, the, my nannies out. And they, we sort out dinner start planning dinner quite early because when the boys go napping, wake up, we can't do anything yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. And then in between that, I'm taking calls, trying to sort everybody out before like, the factory. You are super well. There's a lot of things. So multitasking, wow. obviously, during the day and then the, my me time starts at, at about 7.30 to 8 when the boys go to bed mm-hmm. and before that, the daddy comes in, I can chill just watch an episode of Save Battleground. <laughs> suits. Nice. You know, oh, you love suits. Drink some tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love suits. Mm-hmm. I love suits. So that's Drink your me tea, time. Uh-huh. You know, and then obviously during the weekend I get to hang out with friends. Oh, nice. On Thursday I get to go for fellowship and also mm-hmm. pray, with, pray with my friends and mm-hmm. then we catch up and then over the weekend I can go out for a movie or a dinner or if we have a party, mm-hmm. you know, and then just do 
I just that's how that's the literally my day, and I just try to find a balance through all this. The wow. other one I know is that most times I just make sure I'm in bed early if I can get into bed early. Nice, because my yeah. day starts off so early. Yeah, no, you but need to keep your body five, together. Wow. You know, yes. Yeah, so I try to get some sleep, and I love my sleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in between this, if I can, sometimes I draw the curtains down in the office and take <laughs> yeah, a siesta. <laughs> you know, normally after my afternoon meal, I just try to sleep. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's literally me. But like I said, superwoman. Well, I'm a woman, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot for us to do. That's why I'm telling you that you need to. I always feel like um, women are literally the backbone of uh, every functional economy or family or whatever you want to call it. Because look at you. I mean, you are a woman in business. Um, you are a mother in business. You are a wife in business. You are a boss to other people, and you're just making things work. But obviously it comes with challenges. I mean, so what are some of the challenges that you face when you started off your business to where you are right now and how did you sort of like uh, try to deal with them? Yeah, well, like, like I said, even this balance, to find this balance, like for, I said to you now, okay, so my boys weren't there and in the early times when I started mm-hmm. my business, I didn't have kids. And that was like, as much as I was waiting to have kids at the point, but that was like literally a blessing because it helped me to <laughs> actually structure myself, mm-hmm. plan myself. Because when you're an entrepreneur, they're putting you. And then when exactly, you start a business exactly. without even like literally a business plan, like, mm. packs, I'm just going to go big and make someone try and see mm. themselves. Mm. You know, so the challenges of starting a business without a business plan, Working out, seeing if it's going to sell. How am I keeping my figures and my finances? Are they are they good? Mm-hmm. You know, how am I also making sure that my business life is not coming into the house and mm-hmm. interfering with marriage? How am I making sure that I'm getting things done mm-hmm. in the right way? How am I selling? At some point, I was when I started the business, I was making the bags. Yeah. Literally at four, three, four o'clock, I have to stop them in the boot and go out and hustle to sell. So you used to do that when you started off? Oh yes, I used to make and then when, when you see, when sometimes when I go, my boys are there, oh madame, because I was the only one who could fix the pins, the magnet pins, yes, and yes. they go like, oh if I had just stayed and finished fixing these pins, then they would have finished this bag. And I'm like, if you finish the bags and I don't go out to sell, then we're not doing it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So you know, so you, you can imagine, I, I, it's fascinating from when I started, even just thinking about that. How we manage to structure ourselves, and that's mm. where education comes into play. So it's what I very important, huh? Education is very important. Mm. What I did was always to take what I studied. I'm not, I don't have a business degree, mm. but I did some courses, spoke to people who run, who run businesses, and mm. obviously, when you're doing a business, you get to learn a lot because it's all from experience, mm-hmm. even from our designs. How do we do this? How do we push? How do we get ourselves into stores? How do we find people who stock so we don't have crazy inventory? How mm. do we push? You know, even till till now, our social media is still a struggle. We want to let people know we're here. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then sometimes we go like, okay, we don't really want to let people know we're here too much because we don't want crazy other yeah, no, no, because people, Yeah, that's the thing. You know, which is another thing because mm. with these jobs we've been doing, the leather bags, some of them have been stru- uh, suffering. We're not pushing our bags as fast as we can mm. because everything is obviously hand caught the manpower is not is not there yeah, so, so the capacity lot. obviously yeah, the to capacity, produce yes. is not that you know, strong at the moment okay yeah, so to produce a lot mm-hmm. you know so say a big company comes to tell you do this x y and z before we would shut down when we had big jobs really we would literally just do the jobs because there was no need and then everybody would wait so the shops are 
are calling us every second, we need more bags mm. and with our outlet stores and we can't supply because we know we're going to get a lot of money from just this doing job. this job. So mm. we just concentrate and finish and we just tell them we're sorry this month, we can't do anything for you till next month. Mm. But now we have enough people, at least we're able to keep battle. about four or five yeah. people yeah. here and then push and then still get outside. Obviously you see our contract tailors who have to come yeah, in. Of course, yeah, yeah. You know, and then they cost us as well. So it's is it's just a whirlwind, you know. We're, we're trying to balance. We now have an operations manager, we have departments, we have quality assurance production, logistics, shoes. Like is it like just a dream when yeah, you look at it now? You you're know? like, What is yeah. this me? <laughs> it's like a dream. Yeah. It's like a dream, but it's just been a lot of hard work. So like I would say I'm, I'm lucky to be alive to see the dream play out mm-hmm. because people would ask me when I started my business, what, so what is the dream? I'm like, yeah, I want to have a factory that has like a thousand people. I thought they thought you, know? you were mad or something. Yeah, they sort. thought I was mad. A lot of my friends now who would, who would think that are now going into making the clothes now, telling me, one of them said to me, now I understand, I understand what you were telling me seven mm. years ago. Yeah. But she didn't see it. Mm-hmm. But I had lived abroad and I had seen the power of manufacturing, you know, yes, making yes, your own yes, things, you yes. know, creating the a control. niche for yourself mm. in a market where everybody's hustling to sell imported clothing, you have your uniqueness. Mm. When I started, what was our selling point? People, I would just tell them, just give me an old fabric in your wardrobe and, yeah, yeah. and I convert it into a bag. Mm. And then suddenly I turn up with a bag with somebody for, for somebody for, uh, with a, a, a wrapper that they were trying to throw away, put away. Then you have done and, a bag for them. And then I've, I've, I've done a bag and they can't believe it. But you know what you you you, you were simply doing was to help them capture the memories. Okay. When I mean obviously when you you are helping people to capture memories because when someone has brought in a fabric, something that they got from someone else, and then they want to throw it away because it's old, but then you help to make a bag, and uh, at the same time, so you revamp it, and someone still remembers. They keep that memory with them. Yeah, incredible. I was, I was actually the first time I did that for some people. The feedback, oh my god, they had the fabric on the floor of the room. They were about to give it out. Uh-huh. One of somebody, and then I say, I can trans, I can transform any fabric for you. Uh-huh. I can, tra- and they were like, ah, oh, you mean? I said yes, just give me. And then I come back with this thing like a few days later, and they could not believe it. Wow. You know, those are the memories that I keep. Those are things that make me just keep going. That, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that let me just that, say the joy of it all. You know, the the joy and the happiness in the face of my customers, the prayers. Oh, the prayers. When some, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those keep you going. You know. Yeah. When someone comes and prays for you and they wish you wish you well and yes. they're happy with what you've done for yes. them, that yes. those are blessings. They keep yes. coming and then they make you grow every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's also prayers for my staff, people who have come here and see how much we've worked, how much, or rather how much we've worked to make ends meet, you mm-hmm. know, how, where we've come from, how far we've grown. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's fulfilling. You, nice. know, you go to bed every night knowing that you're doing good. Yeah. You have brought a smile on someone's face. Oh, yes. So it's social work, you get it? Yes. You're still doing social work? Why not? I'm still doing real social work. Yeah. I like social only work without, way. you know, only in a different way, but yeah. social work in Africa. Mm. Because we don't have welfare here. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to fend for themselves. Nobody's mm. giving you any dime, mm-hmm. you know, for anything. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's amazing and it's, it's, what, it's what keeps me going. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually happy and proud. Yeah. I... When I was going through your, uh, just during this day, I realized all the bags have names. Can you just take me through the process of how you name the bag and what, where did these names come from? 
because you can go in Osaka bed, but what is all that? What is that all about? So, so, so Osaka is a, a friend's daughter, and then when I initially started making my bags, I would I would name uh, I think my first two main lines, I would just called it a toad because it was a toad bag, or a sashel because it looked like a sashel, and mm. you could adjust the straps, or the Christine toad, which I did a competition because I was like I want to have unique names for the bags. I don't mm. just want to say crossover body bag or blue this. I want to make it African. So I'm, I'm an Igbo woman. So mm. I'm, I'm from the Igbo tribe in Nigeria. And mm. then we have a lot We have a lot of lovely names. I don't actually have an English name. We, really? My family, we all have Igbo names. And they wow. all mean something. So my name is... So how do I say your name? Because you see yes, what is... You, you modeled my name in the beginning. <laughs> my name is Neamaka Ngosisi. Neamaka Ngosisi. So yes, Neamaka means uh, mother is good or uh-huh. mother is Wow. And then obviously everybody's mother is beautiful. Mine is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I would say to myself, why don't I give these bags names that are unique, mm. things that would stick? And yeah. then it's just been a thing now. So right now we don't actually struggle for names because mm. most times our designs come from customer requests, customer yes. saying, oh, you yes. can do this and this. Because now you know a woman, and every woman wants to be able to design, have had a bag they wanted a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, so we, yeah. we even have designs lined up where that blessed. Yeah. You know? So they come in and tell us, oh, they want this bag. And then maybe we finish the bag. Sometimes we finish the bags and we name them after the customers. Wow. Then I have unique names that I come across from every tribe in Nigeria, different tribes. Obviously, a lot of my bags have the Igbo names. Because of I course, quickly of course. relate when I hear. Exactly. It's easy to, to explain the also. Mini, yeah. the, mini, the mini names. And then, yes, obviously, it's easy to explain. I don't have to ask you from which tribe and, and all that. But when, when I see names that I like, like mm. one of the last bags we designed was Kefiri. Mm. I think it means joy, joyful, mm-hmm. joyful in her tribe. So I mm-hmm. asked you, well, yeah, like the soccer means, you know, friendship is better. Wow. Having an enemy. Uh-huh. You know, the Kamara means, you know, uh, I know God more. Uh-huh. You know, I want to know God more. You mm-hmm. know, so we have all that. So letter, one of the bags we designed before the if letter means swag. A lady wow. that's got swag, that's uh-huh. got grace and flow, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's always a meaning with all to the these names. And it makes and it's nice. Sometimes we finish the bag and we really look at it and then the story to, so it also helps us have a story to this mm-hmm. bag. So how did this bag come up? Mm-hmm. Some of them come about because we made something and we said, Oh, let's take this flap off, put a put a strap on it, said, and it yeah. suddenly becomes this or or a friend comes in and inspires, and we say, and then okay. you give that name. And then some of them, we just see it, or oh, and then the, the, depending on the name we have, because now we even have a lot of names. A lot of people have been waiting for bags to be designed and named after them. Mm. So we get them into the process, ask them what they want, and then we mm. say a bag is mm. formed, and then it's named after. I wish you could name a bag after maybe. Uh the developed people from Zimbabwe, South Africa, or the Shona people. I mean, I'll give you a few names, like Sipo. Sipo means um, a gift. Like, you have an incredible gift, Sipo. Sipo. So you have an incredible gift uh, of, you know, promoting livelihood, creating bags, uh, capturing dreams through your bags. So I would actually, if I had to design a bag, I would call it Sipo. Or I would say Manaka. Manaka means beautiful. Manaka is short now. Manaka is beautiful. Oh, that's almost like Neamaka. Neamaka, you see now. So I'll give you these names maybe and then you can give one of the bags. You see? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you work with young entrepreneurs, I mean, um, young artisans also uh, in your faction. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
what advice would you have for someone who's also just starting off their business? Because you spoke about the business planning when you started off, but what would you say to a young person who's starting a business or his business? I think the first thing is more like to do what uh, what makes you happy. Mm. Uh, if you're if you're uh, doing uh, if you're working somewhere and it doesn't you're not taking anything from it, you're not getting any learning, mm-hmm. there's no push or sale, then it doesn't add up. Mm. So I think the first thing was the fascination I had about making handbags, mm. which transforming like a clutch to a bag. Mm. So the first advice is to be to find that thing which you love, that thing which makes meaning. Because most times when things have a meaning, when you're able to, you know, sort out the need for somebody. Because mm. obviously women, we, we, we need handbags, we need something to carry. So it's not just the bags, it's also the boxes. Mm-hmm. Then like, like we're making footwear now, you need something. So make sure it's like, like the proper business plans will tell you what need are you. Yes. Are you satisfied? Mm, it's about the need. Yeah. You know, when people see your passion, it tells. When you meet me and I talk about my business, there's no need. You know that obviously I love what I do. Yeah, I, exactly. I live and breathe. Yeah. Magnesi, yeah. So you you don't you don't it doesn't hide. You mm. know, it's mm. also it also makes you want to even hear more. Mm-hmm. So if you're mm. able to find that thing which you do, then you find a way to structure it out. Just remember, you can't do it on your own. Your staff yeah, and people, people stay exactly, most valuable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, you see how me and my staff are. I get to mm-hmm. carry them along. Obviously, delegate, delegate, delegate. If you're a woman like me, mm-hmm. you couldn't do it. All. And I like to tell them, and I like to let my staff know, I couldn't do it without you guys. Mm-hmm. You it's, know? A, it's a, it's it's a full a, functional yes, it's uh, a system. car. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a system. You know, it is a flow. If the production wasn't working well, then mm. there's no bags. Mm. And then if the admin wasn't working well, then there's no administrative things. Mm. And if there was no sales, they were making bags and were stocking them and we can't sell. Exactly. And if we didn't have people to buy, so it's not even we don't have money. we don't have money. So yeah. there's just a system that you have to find a way to make work. And mm. you have to work on your system. Mm. The minute mm. you get mm. it right, mm. like for us, you know, we would like to say sometimes we don't even go chasing business. They come calling. Mm. You know, which is amazing. Mm. So mm. it's it's more like find a balance, find it, find, understand your system, yeah. find a way to make it work. Mm. You have to work hard. A lot of young young people today they just want money to fall from heaven. That's the thing. That's and the there's thing. There's no manner coming. No the heavens. The skies are actually extended. <laughs> you know, you have to work hard. You have to work. It. You have to be creative. Think outside the box. Mm. Like I'll tell my staff. Think. We all have a head. This <laughs> head is filled. Yeah, it's not empty. With something. Exactly. You know, exactly. Be creative about it. You don't want Madame to think about everything. Add your own. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you to know that you're using your head, which God has blessed. So blessed are your brains. Yeah, yeah. Which God has so blessed you with. Yeah. And yeah. then when the passion is there, and when the hard work fits in, I think everything just comes into place mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. nothing is hidden under the sun. And for us. Who believe in God? I believe that when you work hard, He can only really just bless you more. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to struggle. People think I have to do X, Y, and Z, but since I started my business, I've it's just always been I've just always been blessed one mm. way or the other. Mm. You know, people have gone out of their way to do things for me that I would wonder why. Mm. You know, people have gone out of their thing. ways to just get me jobs. And I'm like saying thank you, and they're like, "What do you mean? You, you, you know? Yeah, you, you work for you this. Work? Yeah, we have to encourage you. Like, mm, and it's amazing. That's beautiful. You know? And then they say, "Oh, women don't support women. I've had women that have supported me. Mm. I've had even men that have supported me. It's just the, the support circle 
I can't even, I don't even know how to explain it. You yeah. have Nigerians abroad now who would tell you that they, want, they don't want to carry any bags that are not my bags because wow. they have to support their own. It's, it's a beautiful thing. We need to master that support. It's amazing. We and then it's growing. Like you had said something um, earlier about you like the way Nigerians embrace their own. We need to do even more of that. We mm. need mm. to do mm. more of that because you still see a lot of probably even our celebrities who don't even know how to own our things. Mm-hmm. I think it's something about the status symbol when you're able to afford X. But isn't it? No, no, but I don't think it's even about the status. I think it's just stupidity and yeah. lack of understanding yeah. yourself. You, the more you embrace yourself, the more you embrace who you are and where you come from, the more attractive you become because there's no other better person who can tell a Nigerian story better than yourself. So why do we want to be able to tell an American and a UK story when we're not even from that space? You, you know what I'm saying? There so I think go. it's stupidity. What you, say, you say no, it's, it's stupid. It's not about the status. I don't know what it is, but it would be nice if they could embrace us more, just the way you see Beyonce and uh, even the first lady wearing all the designers for uh, for American designers, yes, like Obama's yes, wife yes. made a lot of designers very popular because she, mm-hmm. she would go into the slum, to wherever, and just pick all these young designers, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. she put a lot of people on the map. If mm-hmm. we can do that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I am here. I'm gonna challenge the first lady of Nigeria. Please. We'll make sure that we send her the link to listen to the show, yeah. and also all the people in the big yeah, positions. These nice. celebrities, Abuja. Abuja? they need they to. No, no, they need yes. to support you. They really need to support you. Um, you. I think we have like a few minutes left before we wrap this up. But then there's one very unique thing that you touched on. Um, I believe in someone who, who believes in God. I. I am a big fan of people who will connect to God and who find inspiration from God. So when I went into the office um, earlier, uh, I found the stuff. Uh, when I went there, I found everyone came in singing. So I was like, what is going on? Is this someone's birthday? And then when they finished singing, then they started praying. And you mentioned something about that. You meditate before you go to the office. Um, that's a very, that's a beautiful thing that I saw happening. And I was like, wow, this is amazing that people come through and they pray before they start work. Um, obviously, you touched a little bit about your spirituality. But um, how important is it every time when you're even in the process of creating a product, a bag, or a way for a meeting? How important is it for you to pray and your spirituality and your relationship with God? My relationship with God is... So big. It's something personal to me, and then I've come to the knowledge. Probably, like I said, I don't know what people who don't have God or have, a, you know, have a place to go to or mm. have a person to talk to and that place to seek that solace. Yeah, but they do. My relationship with God has started like a, a long time ago, and then I have this personal relationship with Him that I feel that I have to thank Him every morning. I have to mm. thank. I believe. Something out there, I believe that there's a higher power, yeah. You know, and then it's taking me, and even like my staff, you see, praying, mm. to pray because I believe nothing happens to us without Him, yeah. True, you pray so He gives us strength. But sometimes you just want to give up, mm. and you pray and you hear inspirational words, mm-hmm. verses mm-hmm. in the Bible, mm. and it just lets you know that, oh. I can do this through yeah. God who strengthens me. Yeah. So yeah. I believe He's there, and I believe nothing in my life happens by chance. I believe He ordains every single thing. Beautiful. And that is like 
Yeah, no, we need, we need the money. We the need money is out there, it needs to come in. Where does Magnesi come from? The name Magnesi. So, like I said, Magnesi is my name. So oh. Mac is from Amaka for short, Neamaka. Mm. Mac, and then Nisi is from Mosisi, my surname. Wow. So I took the N in the front and then put the S, I, and added a Y instead of the S, I, S, I. Wow. And it became Magnesi. Initially, mm-hmm. when I started, I wanted it to be Nisi collections, but there was a Nisi design somewhere in Asia. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to have a battle. And then I said to my husband, what if I add Mac, Nisi? It didn't need, it didn't make a lot of sense to get yeah. in the end, but that was a household name. Magnesi, Magnesi. wants to know where is Magnesi. So Magnesi is simply Namakamosi collections. Wow. Shortened to Magnesi. Wow, beautiful. It's amazing. Last words, because I have to let you go. You're a busy woman, you're a businesswoman. What would yeah, you so Last words to someone. And where do we, first of all, where do we get your bags? You can buy from our website, mm-hmm. www.magnesi.com. Mm-hmm. We ship worldwide yeah. with DHL or Nightpost. Mm-hmm. You can order also from our. You can check out our Instagram page, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter. We're at, we're on there with Magnesi. Yes. M A K N I S Y. Yes. And then we have a few outlets mm-hmm. here in Nigeria. We have three in Lagos. Mm-hmm. We have one in Abuja, mm-hmm. which we just opened, and we're hoping to have another two before the year runs out. Yeah. Wow. And then we're hoping to have four outlets in Lagos also before the year runs out. You're working. You're working. Yeah, we're, we're working. working. And we need to bring you down to Southern Africa. So I'm already working oh, on getting you into Southern Africa because. Your bags are incredible. The quality is amazing. The story behind them, I think most of the times what sells is not your product. It's the story and the spirit that you had when you were making that product. So people feel it. It's, it's more like when you cook. People can feel your love in the mm-hmm. food. It's the same with the bag. Yeah, we can taste it. So it's the same thing with the bag. Your bags have like so much life. They have a story. I posted on Instagram and in Shantan Niza from my figures, I was like, this is beautiful. Kogero Nare was on Big Brother Africa. I was like, I love these bags. And you see, that's already, it's, yes. your story is just getting to other people and you're doing an incredible job. Thank you so much for thank having me here. Oh, no, thank and you for also being here. It's been a very impactful two weeks. It's been and amazing. And you can see how busy I am. Yes, I'm not happy to take you out. And yeah. She didn't even take me for dinner, guys. Not even <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> because I have to eat so <laughs> My life ends when they come out, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're going to make sure we do something this weekend before you leave. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure having no, you. No, thank you, thank and you. Thank you for all the help and all the input. No, no, no. We we can only grow. I think what we need to realize is that we only have ourselves to be there for for each other. So we should stop looking to the east, to the west, to the south. But we need to look at each other. The solutions are within ourselves, and. That's basically to every African. We need to look at each other. Yes, we have solutions. Love each there. other and, and, and embrace each other. I have this yeah. 
um, lady, this customer from Cameroon last month, I think about two months ago, and she said, oh my god, I'm so happy I discovered you, and I said, my money is no longer going to go to any place in Europe, I'm going to have to embrace mm. our own, because we have so much from so we many places, so much. and so little of our own, I mm-hmm. am going to embrace our own, and then they got the bags, and then the day she sent me a message, I wish I can find Kata. She mm-hmm. sent me such a beautiful response on Instagram that I mm-hmm. literally cried tears. Wow. She said her mom started shouting at her, Oh, you're spending a lot of money uh-huh. buying this such expensive bag. As soon as she told that, of course, she was like, You are lying. Really? Like, you mean this was needed? Yeah. You know, those are the things that kind of push me. So it'd be nice for us to embrace our own. Mm. Look at ourselves, support ourselves, love ourselves. Mm-hmm. The next thing we're going to see on Forbes Africa, Forbes Woman, you're going to be on the cover there. And when you have money, and well, please make sure we chop it together. Don't chop it by yourself. We are not going to chop it by myself. Niamaka, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Wow, that was Niamaka from Magnesi Collections. Brand from Nigeria, they specialize in handmade uh, handbags and also accessories using a lot of leather and incorporating African print. So you can make sure make sure you find them on all social media platforms. On Twitter, they are at MacNisi. On Instagram, it's at MacNisi. And also, thank you so much for joining me this Friday on the Gilmore TV here on Cliff Central. So remember, every Friday we are live at 1 p.m. and you can tell all your friends, your lovers, your blessers, your grandmothers, and those that you don't like to tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. and the way Website. If you are streaming, is www.cliffcentral.com. The name is Gilmore T, the global citizen. Until next week, same time, same place. God bless and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Lots of love from Nigeria. Cheers. What up? It's ASAP, and you're listening to the GT Vibe. GT you can tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. on Cliff Central. Central.com.